Welcome to Fallout Off the Record, brought to you by Quest Gaming Network. And sponsored in part by Galaxy News Radio. In Washington, D.C., 103.8 on your radio dial for weather, sports, news, and traffic. And now, on to our show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode six of Fallout Off the Record. I am your host, Rick McVick, and with us tonight is the wonderful Shaleen. Hello, hello. So, tonight we have a good bit in store for you, uh, but we're going to go ahead and kick it off with some ads. Yes. So, we are sponsored tonight by tweakedaudio.com, and we are always sponsored by them. They're just lovely to us. Uh, They offer premium earbuds at a wonderful price. So, if you go to tweakedaudio.com, and you purchase things at the checkout. If you enter our code off the record, which is all one word, you'll get 30% off and free shipping. That's off the record at tweakedaudio.com for 30% off and free shipping at checkout. We're also sponsored by Audible, uh, which is your leading source for all things audiobooks. If you go to audibletrial.com slash network. And sign up for your free audio, uh, bleh, <laughs> free audible trial. You'll get a free audiobook. So you get awesome stuff there. So free audiobook when you sign up for a trial using audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork. You can also donate to Quest Gaming Network by going to questgamingnetwork.com and using our PayPal link, which I believe is at the top left corner, and uh, donating directly to the show. It helps keep the lights on and the streams streaming. So tonight we've got some news. Uh, some gameplay, some lore, the weapon of the week, survival tips, and yes, some user emails. So, tonight uh, we're going to kick it right off with the news. If you like news, you're going to love our next segment. That's right. What happened in the world of Fallout this week, Shaleen? Well, Rick, this week we had a few things happen. Uh, our first story is that Fallout 4 won IGN's Gamescom People's Choice Award with 36% of the vote. I, I think that was pretty much a shoe in uh, for all the Game of the Year awards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the runners up for that were Dark Souls 3, Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, Overwatch, Star Wars Battlefront and Uncharted 4, all excellent games, uh, but Fallout 4 took the honors. I am surprised it beat out Star Wars Battlefront, to be honest, because... I'm not. Ah, uh, people were I waiting. I think more... Oh. Yeah, a lot of people are excited about Battlefront, but I think a lot more people are excited about Fallout. That's true. Battlefront was kind of more of a niche game than Fallout would be. I am very excited for Battlefront. Um, and also, I was excited for Metal Gear Solid Five. Until Hideo, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but Hideo Kojima left. Hideo? Mm-hmm. Uh, t- when he left, I just kind of went, well, this is going to suck. So I watched the trailer. I, I don't... I-, I don't know. The game was probably pretty much done by the time he left, though. Because you don't really work on the game when it's that close to launch. It comes out next month. But But it's like without his name on the box. It's oh, and that means same. so much. It does. It does. The whole game changes on the disc when his name is not on the box. Mm-hmm. The game just gives up. It's like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I had never played much Metal Gear before, but I played um, that. What's it called? 
the ghosts uh, or that like weird that mini little one. short one yeah. yeah it was really fun they're they're wonderful games and if anybody in here hasn't had hasn't had an opportunity to play them go play them they're great the first one's really hard to play because you can't do anything but the other ones are really really fun so uh that's it for metal gear off the record <laughs> These, this next news story is our weekly zany thing. All the zany things seem to come from Kotaku. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. This was insane. But this week's Kotaku zany story is, uh, it doesn't start out sounding so zany. No, no. The Gamescom exclusive Fallout 4 demo footage was leaked. That mm -hmm. was kind of inevitable. Everything leaks nowadays in the days of cell phone cameras. Bethesda's been really vigilant about pulling these videos down from uh, YouTube and other file sharing sites. But one site got it through. Do you know what site that was, Rick? I find it very ironic that it was leaked on this site, but we'll continue. It was on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to see mm. the Fallout 4 footage, it was on Pornhub with this, uh, this title. Hidden camera shows audience teased by Big Butt Man in tights live. <laughs> and that was really a genius move to put it up there because who would think to look for Fallout 4 leaked footage on Pornhub? Right. And if you're searching for this footage to take it down, if you're Bethesda, you're searching for, uh, you know, Fallout 4, Gamescom footage, you know, leak. You're not looking for hitting camera teases audience. <laughs> right. <laughs> on no, Pornhub. So uh, with that, have you watched the video? <laughs> I have watched the video. I did not watch it on Pornhub. <laughs> I, I found it from a, uh, a gentleman that had uh, downloaded it and put it on his Dropbox gotcha. and made that public. Gotcha. So uh, let's not go besmirching our honor here <laughs> about visiting Pornhub. Yes, let's not... All but I did watch and, the footage. And, what, and it's, what, what happened? It's terrible to start with. It's really bad. It's filmed from the guy's cell phone. He's trying to hold it up all sneaky and not get thrown out of thrown out of the thing. Yeah. And you can see the shoulders of the guys in front of him. And <laughs> it's, it's really bad. It's shaky. So you could say it was um, an amateur video? Absolutely. <laughs> it was amateur all the way, Rick. <laughs> it doesn't Sorry. really show us anything new. Uh, it showed the perk system. The perk system has got that cartoony art style that awesome. you see in Fallout Shelter. I It's hmm. a poster, you know, with Balta Boy icons. Oh, wow. I believe that a, a facsimile of that poster actually comes with our Pit Boy editions, which Ooh. is pretty cool. It shows uh, the player character going to Lexington. You know it's Lexington because it shows the pop-up and the, the little experience ding. Oh, cool. And the guy shoots a lot of feral ghouls. <laughs> lots, lots of feral ghouls. So we could say Lexington has been Lexington has been taken over. Right. It shows him going to the Super Duper Mart, and he's just you know clearing the Super Duper Mart of super, super, of uh, feral ghouls. <laughs> and he's he does some hacking and some lockpick, and those mechanics look basically the same as in previous uh, Bethesda Fallout's. Cool. And that was really uh, the only thing that I found notable. We've confirmed that lockpick and hacking are the same. <laughs> well, good. They had a good system. So, so moving right along. <laughs> Our next story is according to Inquisitor.com. Uh, endless leveling means that you can collect all 270 of Fallout 4's perks. Awesome. 
Are you going to do it, Rick? You're going to have a a god character no. with all 270 perks. <laughs> Too much of a role player to to focus that much on one character because I'm gonna set him up as a sniper and then I'll be like, well, he doesn't use a minigun because he can't snipe with a minigun. Mm-hmm. Although maybe you could put a scope on a minigun in this game. I don't know. The possibilities are probably endless, but. I probably won't get all 270 uh, with one well, character. Well, Rick, I'm a bit of a completionist, and you I'm will. probably going to play until I get all 270 of these perks on my main character, who will be named Shalene. The, the show of the week that this comes out, your hair is going to be all frazzled. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty much. Dark circles, just going to be have an ivy drip of Mountain Dew. I've be been doing kidding. a lot of psycho playing this game. <laughs> The article stresses that although you can collect all the perks, you don't have to. So, you you know, you, Goodness, can, still, I hope not. you can still play a more role play style. It really, it accommodates all the different play styles that we've come to know and love. Awesome. That's going to be cool. I'm excited Our, for that. Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to it. it. It's much more like Skyrim in the sense that you could kind of interchange what you wanted to do and... I wonder if there's going to be, like, heavy armor and light armor and all that jazz. And for that matter, since this is the creation engine, bows and arrows. I don't know. I don't think I want bows and arrows in Fallout. Why? A crossbow would be okay, but straight up archery, bows and arrows, I don't think it fits. Okay, I'll give you a crossbow. I just think it'd be fun to, like, put explosive-tipped crossbows and go after death claws, you know, hunting death claws like a... Deathclaw Hunter. That would be kind of fun. (laughs) It would be. The biggest news story of the week is that Fallout Shelter has come to Android. Welcome! Welcome our Android brethren. You can now play Fallout Shelter. (laughs) Glory in the joys of Fallout Shelter. Yes. The fun game it is. (laughs) Also, iOS got an update Mm -hmm. that added uh, a lot of things to the game. The Android launched with these things. Mole rats now attack vaults. Have you had a mole rat attack yet, Rick? Just one. <laughs> Just one mole rat attack. How was it? Easy. They they pop- basically like rat roaches? Uh, no, actually, I found them to be easier. But they did pop up into a room that all the guards were armed and covered in battle armor. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't seen any mole rats yet. You know what I have seen, Rick? <laughs> what have you seen, Shaleen? <laughs> Death claws. Oh, really? Lots Lots of death claws. You haven't had much luck with death claws in this run of Fallout off the record shows. No, no, not lately. Uh, the death claws—they—they they are my bane, the <laughs> bane of my existence. I haven't seen any of them. Well, I uh, the other day I get to my house, I get to my internet, I'm like, okay, I'm going to download this update. I'm going to play a little bit of Fallout Shelter. And I sit down and play in Fallout Shelter. I open it. And immediately, my vault is attacked by death claws. I don't even have time to assign the Mr. Handies that I bought <laughs> to their rooms. I'm attacked by death claws. And they ripped through the top two floors of my vault, Rick, oh my and just slaughtered my minions. Just my poor little people were just lying dead everywhere. How many did you lose? Five. <laughs> Five. There was just piles of corpses. There were so many corpses in, in this one room. That it looked like there was one. They were just a big pile. It was terrible. <laughs> and I closed the game. And later on in the day, I'm like, I should check on my vault. But I'm scared to even check on them. And I finally 
work up the courage to check on him, Rick, and immediately I have another death claw attack. No. This time they tore through three floors of my vault. Oh. It's not very nice. No, that's not fair. The, the game was like, we just downloaded an update, and then you open it up, and they're like, we're going to show you the features of this update. Death Claws. Yeah, so thanks for trolling me, Bethesda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another new feature in the, up, in the update is that raiders now steal your caps. Mm-hmm. The Death Claws, they attack in the way that raiders do. They break down your door at the vault and uh, come in. And they also steal your resources. I don't know what they do with them. And frankly, this concerns me. <laughs> Maybe they're building other like robotic death claws. But the raiders and also the death claws now steal caps in addition to just your resources. <laughs> the update added Mr. Handy robots. Yes. They are available in lunchboxes, but you can also just buy a Mr. Handy if you want one. Have, they, uh, have you bought a Mr. Handy? No, I haven't bought. I don't. I haven't bought anything, and I was going to ask you, did, did you fall into the lunchbox buying trap and the Mr. Handy buying trap? I bought some lunchboxes on 4th of July weekend when they were on sale, uh. and that was fun. I, I parceled them out, you know, opened up one a day or so, and that was fun, uh, but I haven't bought any since then. I, I did buy a, a bundle of Mr. Handy's uh, just because the podcast, you know, it's homework, Rick. Of course, I have yeah. to buy the Mr. Handy's. Of course. One of us has to be able to talk about <laughs> Talk about Mr. Handy's on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Did he come in handy? I, he was very handy, Rick, Good. but not as handy as he could be. Uh, he fights when you are attacked by death claws. He shoots his little little flamethrower. He collects resources, but he only patrols one floor of the vault. He doesn't collect all the resources from everywhere. Ah. You assign him to a floor, and he just patrols that floor of the vault collecting resources. So you would have to spend, if, when you have a giant vault like me, you would have to spend a ton of money to have Mr. Handy's collecting all your resources. So I just have a couple. How many rooms do you have? I don't know how many rooms I have, Rick. I have 120 some odd dwellers. Wow. I have probably 10 floors, 12 floors maybe. Wow. I, yeah. That's a lot. It's kind of, kind of a big vault. I've been just focusing on the one vault instead of having a few. Cool. Yeah, I dwindled down to just focusing on my main vault, so... But he collects resources on his floor, and that's kind of fun to see him do that, he, making little smart-alecky comments. Like, oh, <laughs> can you just imagine having to use stim packs to heal yourself? Nice. He uh, can wander the wasteland. You can send him out in the wasteland patrolling. He doesn't fight enemies or get items. He just collects caps, like two at a time. Two caps, three caps. That's not bad. He also has a health bar, which kind of concerns me, Rick. If the Mr. Handy <laughs> can die and I can't revive him and I spent real money on him, you know, I feel like that's kind of crummy. But I, I don't know if that's the case. Well, I haven't had a Mr. Handy die on me. Chances are you're going to have another death claw attack very soon mm-hmm. and you might probably will find out. <laughs> Yeah. I uh I just hope that if they do die that you can revive them with caps. Yeah. I mean you can do that with dwellers, especially the you know the 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 ones that are exploring in the wasteland, you can revive them with caps, which is very mm-hmm. nice. Um I, the, the game seems to be very forgiving when it comes to people like me who don't pick it up every 5 seconds like <clears throat> you. And um so I check it, you know, in the morning, I check it in the evening. And, um, 
that's pretty much it. So uh, my guess is you'll probably be able to, you know, revive him with caps. We will find out soon enough because the death claws will come and they'll kill all my robots. <laughs> that they, I'm sure they will. So The patch notes for this update had a few more items. It said that it fixed problems with overpopulation. I believe what it was referring to specifically was that if you hit your 200 dweller cap and you have a bunch of pregnant ladies that cannot give birth because you're already at 200 dwellers, the, the limit, um, I think it means that you can't have all those pregnant ladies now, you mm. know? Okay. Because when the the ladies are pregnant, they're uh, not usable as fighters. You can't equip them with outfits. They just wear the, the little yellow sweater and They jeans. run flailing their arms whenever something's on mm-hmm. fire. So if you have all your females pregnant in your vault, that's not very nice if they can't have their babies. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm sure they don't enjoy being eternally pregnant either. <laughs> no. So I think that's what they were referring to with the overpopulation. Gotcha. They also said they corrected an issue with floating dwellers. <laughs> I I'm... love how Bethesda writes patch notes. They said, we've noticed these uh, un un unorthodox levitation devices <laughs> they've been disabled and also some of the daily objectives have been made easier Ooh, i'm a big fan of this because there were some of these daily objectives that were things like raise 24 dwellers happiness to 100 and have 24 dwellers born in your vault yeah and that's just after you hit a higher level of vault that's just not going to happen you know you're too busy just with maintenance to get that done that's for sure Uh, so we've got a new a lot of new overseers rick yes we do shelter yeah do you have any tips for the new players start consolidated start small um and and hold on because your your uh, vault is gonna go south quick but then you just stick with it it'll pick back up at least that's how all of mine have went. Like, the, I start out, I keep them small, just build the stock rooms right off the beginning, and then everyone starts to starve, radiation starts to rise, there's not enough water, there's not enough food, people complain for some weird reason, and, and then eventually something clicks, and I start getting food and water again, and everyone's happy. So um, I've been constantly at 83 to 90% happiness at this point after that little dip. But yeah, start small. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. What about you? My advice would be to, um, the opposite of your advice, to build big <laughs> rooms. Build your rooms big right away so that you have your the maximum efficiency in your vault. Build big rooms and upgrade them fully. Bah. I like challenge. <laughs> so. Well, I believe that's pretty much it for the news this week, Rick. It is. We do have one small section of post-National Enquirer, um, some... Fallout 4 guesses and speculation. Uh, Ladders. Uh, They've never really been a feature in the game. When you have been able to use them, it just kind of takes you to a different room and a loading screen. Or Mm -hmm. loading screen, then a different room. There's always a loading screen with a ladder. Yeah. And uh, go ahead. I believe it was at the 2010 QuakeCon that they said it was because the engine couldn't handle climbing up and down a ladder. And I wonder if uh, they will have fixed that by now. You know, from all of the uh, the gameplay that we've seen so far, I, I'm going to guess no. Um, they're just, it, it didn't look like they showed that off. That seems like something they'd show as a joke. Like, mm-hmm. 
some offshoot like image of just a guy climbing a ladder and be like, look, look, we can do this now. Our engine <laughs> handles it. But I, I don't think so. And frankly, I don't see it as that big of a deal. I mean, mm, I don't know. What about you? Do you do you really care if you can climb ladders or not? Well, I don't think they will fix this ladder issue um, because I think they've prioritized other things. But I would really like to get some ladders in Fallout, Rick. <laughs> I think it would add... It would really add something if you could climb ladders to the combat. It would add a verticality to Fallout that we haven't had before. And it makes me... The reason that I thought of this was because um, Fallout 4 plays more like a shooter than previous Fallouts have. The combat is this... It looks smoother. It looks just more dynamic. And when I play shooters, I climb a lot of ladders. I'm the worst sniper ever, Rick, but I enjoy climbing up a ladder and just sniping my enemies. You mean not sniping your enemies? Well, basically. Um, Do I don't pull- know if you're a Red versus Blue fan. Have you ever watched yeah. Red versus Blue? Yeah. I-, I snipe like church. Okay. So, yeah. I was going to go with an older reference, but we'll go with that. We'll go with that one. <laughs> so, I, um, I just think it is funny that it in games like that where you can't use ladders... <laughs> Every single ladder you come up to is just like, man, the same guy with the same C4 blew up this ladder right here at the ground level and I can't reach it. Like every ladder in the wasteland is blown up at the ground floor or removed or something. Or even if it is like at the ground floor, you just kind of walk into it and you can't get up it. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I don't really mind. Uh, I figure there's going to be plenty of stairs and stuff around to, to kind of make up for that. But I don't know. It'll, we'll see, but I, I doubt it they will. You couldn't in Skyrim, so. Um, well, since we know all of Bethesda is listening to our podcast, <laughs> we can just tell them, get to work on this, you guys. We would like to see some ladders. Or don't, because I don't mind. <laughs> so I would like to see ladders, and uh, Rick doesn't care. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, <laughs> ladders, who knew? Um, so we're going to go ahead and get into our gameplay, but before we do, uh, we have, um, somebody who's been kind of back in the QGN scene for a little while in our chat room, and that's Dave Dienforce. So, hi Dave, it's good to see you in our chat room here, so just want to give you a quick shout out. Um, but yeah, so this week in game, uh, after my incredible fiasco and fallout, uh, (laughs) last week, where I just basically spawned in and died, um, at the hands or claws of rad scorpions, we, uh, I returned to Fallout New Vegas, and uh, my character is this character who um, wants to basically take revenge for being shot in the head and not killed. Um, I don't know if he's more angry that he was shot in the head or just inconvenienced, but um, he, uh, at this point in the game, I'm at the strip for the first time. I go talk to uh, Mr. House, and I go exact my revenge. So we're going to go ahead and get right into our gameplay video for the week. So here we go. So I start off, walk right in the strip, and um, my character really only uses lever action weapons or uh, like revolvers and that sort of thing. So this is my first time getting into the Lucky 38. And I skip a lot of dialogue here. I'm sorry if that's a problem, but um, I just didn't think it would be too necessary. Oh, Goody, it looks like the stream's glitchy again. Ugh. Um, we'll see if it smooths out. Anyway, um... Where to, partner? So, I decide to talk to Mr. House about who's got the platinum chip, 
what I can do with it. And I finish talking to him, and I go to leave to go to the what what casino is it that uh, uh, ben, Benny's in? The tops. The tops. So, oh, what I wanted to show you guys here is once you get into the Lucky 38, if you go down to the um, restaurant, I forget what it's called actually now, the lounge, there's a snow globe behind one of the cash registers. Do not forget to take the snow globe. It's important because it's worth 2,000 caps. So Also achievements. Well, blah, whatever. So I, I uh, want to be sneaky about this killing spree I'm about to take. Um, so when I go in, I give them all my weapons except for my holdout weapons, which basically means if I have any small arms on me... Um, I have a huge crush on the greeter at the tops. <laughs> well, I don't. Um, but yeah. <laughs> what, Swank? Yeah, I, love, I don't know. I don't think he has a name, but he's like, you know, hey, baby. So I, I, Give I me your weapons. They'll be safe as houses. So I pick the lock, sneak in, blast this chick in the head. And so that way, you know, sneaky. I'm starting off sneaky before I go crazy. Uh, take off. Uh, I open up the weapons locker. Take all my beautiful weapons and and uh, reassign them to my slot. So I'm thinking of how to approach this death spree I'm about to go on. And I decide to take a lot of drugs. I think you did this too, like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decide to take a lot of drugs. Pump myself up full of chems and basically just confront Benny uh, straight on in f- in front of all of his uh, in front of all of his goons and his goons I thought were loaded down with just basically like twenty two silence pistols and SMGs. Um, I-, I didn't realize that they had shotguns and forty four magnums and all that stuff. So. I basically tell him to piss off, and and uh, I'm going to go kill him now. So I attack him, and he's the first one I attack. So I pull out my trusty 44. And by the way, my guns is at 100 for this. So keep that in mind with some of these ridiculous, ridiculous misses. So I rip apart Benny, scan these couple of chairman bodyguards, and I just start offing him, which is fun. Now, Shalene, you haven't seen this video yet. <laughs> it gets It gets rough. <laughs> um, I lose so fast all the time. <laughs> Just getting murdered here. So I basically make a retreat across the casino for shoot some guys from the hip. I think this is your uh, greeter that you had a crush on that I'm about to blow no. his head off. Jaw right off to the side of the screen there. <laughs> Another dude coming at me with his uh, blade shot him in the head. So at this point I've killed like three or four chairmen. I'm constantly retreating to the second floor, getting hit the whole time. If you can't hear all that shooting, that's just me getting shot. I'm not shooting anyone. And I come loaded with, uh, like, 24 stim packs. But there's something I did forget about in this whole thing. Oh, this is one of the things. So I I vats this guy three times in the head, and he's got one bit of his health bar left, and I fire twice (laughs) at point blank, and it misses him. My gun's at 100, so I kill him. And I go to reload, and then all these guys just run up on me, and my uh, chest gets crippled. And then I realize, uh-oh, I've only got one doctor's bag. Oh. Yeah, so I have That's one... That's not good, Rick. Right. So, because those uh, silenced 22 weapons do a lot of limb damage. 
So I jumped down to the second floor from the, or I jumped down to the first floor from the second floor, killed this blackjack dealer just because he's red. And uh, by that time, about five or six guards come down, and I'm just having this hallway shoot out of me running backwards, losing a lot of life and a lot of blood, and they're just nailing me. Um, I switch over to some dynamite, because that works, right? Oh, by the way, crouch behind tables like this, and all of a sudden, you stop getting hit. I don't know why, but my entire <laughs> upper head's exposed. But they just aren't seeming to hit me, so... I throw a couple dynamite pieces, blast this last one in the head as that dynamite explodes, and all of a sudden, it's quiet. It's like no one. So somehow, I didn't even notice, but I managed to take out six or seven guys with three dynamite sticks and a pistol. <laughs> wow. So, but my health is almost gone, and um, it, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's just been fun. So I don't stop here. I uh, want to basically dismantle this guy's entire operation. I don't kill civilians, minus the cash lady and the uh, blackjack dealer, who did was considered an enemy at this point, because um, he had his name read. But I don't just murder everyone. I just kind of murder who was ever in his gang. Um, the chairman. The chairman. So, But I, I forget to go grab the stuff. So if you do kill Benny in his casino, make sure you grab the platinum chip, his his presidential sweet key and, and get Maria too, which we've referenced that pistol before. Um, so, uh, yeah. And have you ever done this, Shalene? You ever go on a rampage like this before? Not in the tops. I usually seduce Benny and, and make friends with the chairman. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I decided to, uh, go in and guns a blazing. Now this fight was pretty fun. Um, I walk into the aces, uh, I guess the, bar slash entertainment venue and mm -hmm. there's the rad pack <laughs> no you killed the rad pack <laughs> it's cause they drew on me first no right so I blast one guy away in the head with a shotgun and I'm getting wailed upon by four guys so I run behind the bar kill the bartender with one hit and crouch and this just was shot Sammy Davis Jr not, I can't even right now not yet he's still shooting at me but this was a fun shootout because I'm down behind the bar. They're shooting the glass bottles, and they're going tink, tink, tink. Um, and uh, there's two rad packs, and t what's his name? T T Tino? Torino? Tony Torino. Yeah, he's left. He's still blasting away at me. So I off one of the rad packs. I've got two left. And uh, I am a little bit bummed about losing the quest of getting the talent. Talent pool? Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called? Yes. So... Yeah. Tommy Torino, not Tommy. Tony. Okay. Um, so those are the two that are left, and the one rad pack is almost dead. That guy's tough. Oh, the, yeah. So in this little shootout, I get my chest crippled again. So that makes it even harder to shoot. And I load up on stim packs. Granted, I started with 24. At this point, I'm uh, down to 10. Uh, <laughs> why is it always video that has trouble streaming? Um, I'm going to keep going. This This should pick back up when um it's it's stuck on the stream so once this video is done i'm going to go ahead and keep on streaming it'll be up on the youtube video later sorry guys it always happens um i still have to figure out a way to stream this stuff optimally i don't know it's ridiculous um some days it works and some days it doesn't today's the day it doesn't but i'm behind this bar get my head crippled again um hold on a second 
But yeah, so um, yeah, if you guys refresh your stream, sorry about that. Uh, it's just streaming video. Sometimes it locks up and sometimes it doesn't. Um, I'm still working with trying to figure out how to make it not lock up. Anyway, Tommy Torini is the last guy left, and I'm sorry, Shalene, but here's where it ends. Head gone. <laughs> and that's when I become shunned by the strip. You're shunned by your co-host, too. <laughs> so this is the other civilian I whip, like, just destroy, because she said good morning to me, and I'm already mad. <laughs> just 44 to the face. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> now I'm hated by the strip. <laughs> so am I done, Shaleen? No, I am not done. I need to continue my rampage. I can't so, even watch. So... I go to the second floor because I need to go talk to Yes Man because I'm obviously going to take over the strip for my own self and do the whole platinum chip dealio. So, reload my repeater because there's a few other chairmen up here. But I decide to be a little sneaky sneak about this one. Um, by the way, guys, if you just hit V all the time, it like helps so much scout the area when it locks onto somebody with bats. So, take one guy out and... You know, ever since you told me, Shalene, that it's kind of a dice roll when it comes to aiming, I hate aiming now. Like, I feel like it's so pointless. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I try to compensate, but the dice roll thing, I guess, gets me every time. Mm -hmm. So I talk to Yes Man and I leave, but I'm still not done because I'm clearing out the rest of this casino of chairmen. So I enter the courtyard where the last battle for the tops takes place. And this guy's just glitching all around. He's just kind of standing weirdly so I blast one chairman down I notice this other guy's got a 44 which is fine because I have a 44 I need more ammo and I want to repair it so I take him down and as I uh, I'm getting shot again from the back and this is the oh no this is this is the second to last battle and it's kind of funny it's so weird shooting around civilians when you don't really care because usually in my other characters I try to avoid civilian deaths but in this one I'm just like Shooting as they're running through, just kind of like, meh, whatever. It's so weird. Um, so this guy tries to kill me. Nope, blow his head off. Um, so it, I, this is the first time also I've ever been to the courtyard. Oh, this is so funny. I gather up this stuff. I just kill all these people right in front of these civilians. <laughs> and I walk past this one. Hey. And she just says, hey. <laughs> I'm all hot and sweaty, so I decide to take a dip. And uh, in the pool there. <laughs> and uh, go into the uh, underground casino where it's the last battle. And there's three chairmen left in the bar... Well, two chairmen and the bartender. And I destroy these guys. I just love, like, trying to fight, like, FPS style with this game. It's so hard to do. Mm -hmm. um, but I like doing it because I like crouching behind uh, chest-high walls and stuff. So I destroy... The last bartender. And after I talk to Yes Man, um, oh, oh, this is where I kill Swank. Sorry, this is the actual, uh, the, uh, yeah, so, sorry if you like this guy. Yeah. So there goes. I really side. like the chairman. I like their hair. <laughs> so, um, I go to Mr. House and tell him I'm not giving him the chip. And he gets upset with me, of course, and sticks his Securitrons after me. And I thought to myself, well, I've only got like four stim packs left. I don't have much health left. And uh, I, I didn't really know how I was going to kill these guys because Securitrons have 9mm 
um, machine guns and rockets. And rockets mm-hmm. are not fun if you don't have doctor bags. They hurt. Yeah. So I, I run over here and I figure if I get really close to one, he's not going to shoot a rocket at me. <laughs> which it kind of works. But then I remember, oh, I've got a shotgun with pulse slugs, which are amazing when it comes to robots. Two shots is gone. So I quickly destroy the rest of the Securitrons in this level. Uh, which then you have to kill Victor, uh, which is the robot that's been like super friendly to you. Mm-hmm. Like, howdy, partner. Stalker. Yeah. Stalker. He's like, I dug you up. I just was a waltzing by and dug you up and I'm healing you. Like, your best friend, the robot, Victor. I go murder the guy. <laughs> but granted, he does try firing a rocket at me and he misses and hits a plant. Just shows how bad Amy's got. Right there. <laughs> so, the other, t- there's two Securitrons after you clear out the main room. You have to go. Right past Mr. House, and there's... Oh, I thought this one... Also, there are statues of Protectrons. Uh, I shot them thinking that they were alive. They're totally <laughs> not. So you go down to this uh, terminal. You open up a secret wall right next to Mr. House's big computer. And there are two Securitrons left that you need to, to destroy. So I go long range with a pulse slug because they work the best on this one Securitron. And I take him down at the same time one hits me with a rocket and cripples everything except for my head and my arm. Luckily, I have a Hydra, um, which those things are so useful minus the fact that they're addicting. They heal all of your limbs a little bit, but they take away the uh, negative aspects of it if, you know, like the agility and aiming problems. Excuse me. And... um, and uh, <laughs> nice reference, Mr. D enforced to a uh, Bioshock. So I get crippled again by the stupid Securitron and then blast him twice to finish him off. So officially clear of Securitrons, I go to kill Mr. House. Now this part is awesome. Um, if you haven't killed him, you would never see this. Um, and I'm sure you've seen this, Shaleen. But yeah, because achievements. Exactly. So. He's in this little pod, and he's this creepy-looking... Oh, and I realize I probably shouldn't have ran into that cloud of dust being probably dead skin and other nasty... Ew! Um, uh, there's a guy in the chat room who says you can heal limbs with stim packs. You can if it's not on hardcore. I always play on hardcore, and you cannot use stim packs to heal limbs. You can only use doctor bags. True so, story. Yeah, it makes things difficult. So... It turns out that Mr. House, I believe, really had his heart set on doing good for New Vegas and the Strip. Um, You always feel like he's a little shady, um, but when you start telling him, like, I did it just for business, and he's just like, why would you do that? I would have given you everything, and it makes sense because he's a computer. He doesn't need material. He'll give it to the person who helps him out. So, you know, there's part of me that goes... Oh, I should probably end this game when I do one for, you know, beat it for, uh, you know, beat it for Mr. House. I never have before. So, yeah, this, I always play on hardcore with this stuff. So I'm, in my brain, I'm always just defaulting to doctor's back. So I go to kill him and you think he should be easy to kill. He doesn't die to a shotgun blast in the face. What? Yes. It just was a critical strike. So I shoot him again. Nothing. This is... <laughs> shoot him again. Nothing. Shoot him again. Nothing. So like, shoot him in the chest. <laughs> but shooting him in the head does nothing. You have to shoot him in the chest, apparently, and that finally kills yeah. him. 
I always get him with the nine iron nine iron for that <laughs> Gunrunner's Arsenal achievement. I never knew that you could get one. So, yeah, there's the the Gunrunner's Arsenal for the yeah for the nine iron because it's a Bioshock reference. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice. I didn't even think about it. Um, so yeah, so basically what. Uh, so basically, it ends with me installing Yes Man in the big terminal. And the next video you'll see, I don't know if it'll be next week or whatever, but I am going to go to the uh, bunker at Fortification Hill and wipe out all of the Legion. Um, and that'll be the next mission in this uh, Ringo's storyline. So, um, yeah, that was my gameplay for the week, is just mass murdering the Tops Chairman gang. Um, there will be more of that to come. I'm probably gonna do, I'm probably gonna do a character where where I make him a psycho, like a raider kind of thing, and just kill everybody, like just death to everybody that's not me. So, well, it kind of looks like that's what you're doing right now, Rick. But I didn't kill the civilians except for two. Except just, for the ones that looked at you funny. That was two. It was the lady behind the desk and the chick that looked at me funny. I don't know, Rick. I don't know. So I didn't, I mean, I'll kill NCR, I'll kill Legion, I'll kill Powder Gangers and Jackals or Jackals, Jackals, Jaguars, whatever. Anyway, um, but I won't kill civvies, but when my psycho guy comes in, it'll be like flamers everywhere, you know, flame flowers everywhere and everybody will be on fire. No two people are not on fire. If anybody gets that reference, say it in the chat. Anyway, what was your week like, Shaleen? <laughs> Well, Rick, uh, I already told you about my disastrous Fallout Shelter run, so yeah. we won't go into that anymore. I returned to Forrest Gump and my <laughs> Fallout 3 trophy run. I made some real progress this week. Did you? Towards, towards the trophies. So you're not trapped anywhere. I'm, I'm getting pretty close to, to being done. <laughs> I decided to take on the pit. Oh. So, um, yeah, that's, that's a pretty fun DLC. Yeah. Uh, I went and met it with Werner, and he tells me, hey, you've got to get a slave outfit and go in disguise. So I'm like, okay, you know, I, I go free these slaves, and hey, you know, you guys, I, ne I need a slave outfit. Can you guys help me out? Oh, yeah, you know, Jimmy over there, he died last week. You can take his clothes. <laughs> I did find that quite disconcerting. So I get the clothes off the dead slave and put them on, like you do. And I look at my character, and I think... Why am I bare-chested? You know, I'm, I'm playing as a man. Forrest Gump is a, is a male character. But when, when you're naked in Fallout, you're wearing these shorts and an undershirt mm -hmm. as a male character. So if I have this undershirt, why is, the, why is he bare-chested when he puts on the slave suit? But it's these, like, leather straps and... I don't know. It's very weird. I felt very weird, Rick. I felt very uncomfortable in the slave outfit. <laughs> At least Warner wasn't like, let's go party. <laughs> so I put on the slave outfit and I go into the pit and I think, man, these, these people are yucky. They're just, they're so gross with this disease. It's not like normal people in Fallout just have great complexions. <laughs> these people in the pit are messed up. I had forgotten how bad they really looked. Anyway, the first mission of the pit takes you out into the steel yard to mm -hmm. collect 10 steel ingots. Um, so I'm okay, you know, I'll go out in the steel yard. But uh, 
the achievement or trophy in this case, since I'm playing on PlayStation 3, the trophy is for collecting all 100 steel ingots. And uh, something that you don't know about me is that I hate the steel yard. I really, really hate the steel yard. It sucks. And I don't want to keep returning to the steel yard, so <laughs> I resolve to get them all in one go. Oh, my god! I am not leaving the steel yard until I have gotten all 100 steel ingots. So that's exactly what I did. I went out in the steel yard with Forrest Gump in a little <laughs> strappy leather slave outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I got an auto axe from one of the other slaves. Nice, which is, is nice. Better than nothing, but still, it's it's not it's no power fist. That's for darn sure. <laughs> I and uh, I was taking care of the trogs. I hate the trogs, Rick. Oh, I I really really hate the trogs. They suck. They creep me out, Rick. It's the way they move, how they crouch and sneeze, and they just. Ugh, they're so creepy. I really hate the trogs. I cannot express. I I lack the vocabulary to express how how much the trogs creep me out. <laughs> but I found that the the auto axe took them out pretty reliably in one or two swings. So that was nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the auto axe is great in that game. It just it just disintegrates very fast. Um, it took me a while, but I uh, I got all those steel ingots in one sitting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I just sat you. down and, and hunted around until I found them all. I was at 90, 95, I believe, and uh, I couldn't find the last five. And then finally <laughs> I remembered that three of them are in a cart on, on the inside. Um, they're not in the steel yard proper. They're in the little area between the mill and the steel yard. And um, so I was really annoyed looking for those last two. Um, but the auto axe was pretty good, and uh, I felt a lot better though after I found some brass knuckles and I could punch the trogs to death. <laughs> <laughs> That's like some weird Twilight Zone thing. It's like we're gonna give you an enemy you fear and hate, but the only way you can really kill them is to get right up close to them and look them right exactly. in the face as you punch them. <laughs> and there's the the raiders out there, the wild men, and uh, mm -hmm. I felt a lot better fighting those guys. I had a hard time finding the stairs to get up to where they are, uh, but finally I found those stairs. They're they're off in the corner. Mm -hmm. It's kind of kind of hidden. Uh, anyways, I got I got out there, got all the ingots. Finally found the last two underneath the pile of tires. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the armor out there is in really low condition, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, out in the steel yard, they it's all crummy armor and there's a lot of jumping that you have to do to get the ingots you have to go into the into the dumpsters and you're hopping around on steel girders and stuff and I don't have super high agility anyway so <laughs> I would have to take off the armor to be able to jump and make that jump that far wow so I'd take off the armor and then it, the armor was broken so I couldn't re-equip it <laughs> So once again, Rick, Forrest Gump is naked out in the wasteland <laughs> in his underwear. Nice. And I don't know why, what it is about this trophy run that leaves me always naked and addicted to drugs. <laughs> but that's where I was, out in the steel yard. It's because you can't take the stress of all the trophies. Like, he closes his eyes, it's just trophies flying by him. At night, his <laughs> dreams are just trophies 
and the cup engulfs him, and he just drowns in water inside this enormous trophy. And he has to do drugs to, to ease the pain and stress and worry of getting all these trophies. So, sorry. But I'm going to finish it, Rick. I'm going to finish these trophies before Fallout 4 comes out. <laughs> I'm going to do it. And I, then I'll have the triple crown. I believe in you. I know you can do it. And you said you've got a week coming off that uh, you can like mm-hmm. devote every night to playing Fallout. Because it's, Indeed. like you said, homework, not pleasure. <laughs> I uh, I had a lot of glitches in the steel yard. Did you? The auto axe kept disappearing, so I was basically swinging an air guitar at the Trox. <laughs> That's what I like to call the uh, '80s hair metal lead singer move. It was ridiculous. I also uh, I didn't have this glitch this time, but I wanted to talk about it. The first time that I played Fallout Three was on the Xbox 360, and I got all the achievements there on that platform. And when I was collecting these steel ingots. I had a glitch where I couldn't I couldn't find these ingots, right? And uh, mm. finally I did consult the guide that time. That was a number of years ago. And it said that you had to go on the roof and get them. So I'm going on the roof, and I fell through the roof. The, the what? Excuse me? You have to go on a roof in roof? the steel yard? A roof. A roof. Is, am I pronouncing that strangely for you? I didn't know your... there were two U's in roof. Anyways, the roof, the <laughs> top of the building... I, I went up there, and I fell through it. That's the point of the story, Rick, not my presentation. I fell through it, and uh, it was a weird glitch, and I ended up having to uninstall Point Lookout and clear the cache, and then I was still falling through falling through the, the roof. <laughs> now I'm very self-conscious. No, don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I fell through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. That really cracked me up. Okay, I was falling through the top of the building, <laughs> and I had what I had to do was pick out a path by shooting at the top of the building there, and if the bullets disappear, you know you're going to fall through. That is genius. It was crazy, <laughs> but I, I did encounter that glitch this time, and I was really glad. That's good. Were you so on I the came p- out of the steel yard with all the ingots. And turn them in to the guy that takes the ingots. I forget his name. Guy who takes the ingots. Yeah, guy that takes the ingots. And uh, he gave me a reward for each 10 ingots. And it was a lot of rewards, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) He gave me several sets of armor and several weapons. And it it was really cool stuff. I was really excited. He gave me some steel knuckles, which Forrest Gump was very excited about. So that'll be cool for the rest of this DLC. I'll have a, a good weapon to fight with, some steel knuckles. Nice. And uh, some great suits of armor. One of them is called the bombshell armor. I've always played as a female character previously. And it, this armor has got like little mini nuke bra. <laughs> like, like the little, the, the top yeah. of the, hmm, okay. Yeah. Hopefully the and, warhead's uh, still it in, pretty, in it. It looks pretty different uh, on the male character. I was disappointed. Is it just but. one on the crotch? <laughs> no, I don't believe that's how it was. It was a totally different design. Anyway, that's uh, got a lot of loot from there. Good. Awesome. And I ended my my trophy run for the week there. I'll finish the pit next week. I also played some Skyrim that I wanted to talk about. I, uh, I know this is not an Elder Scrolls podcast. I'm not going to go into depth into what I did. But we talked last week about... Some of the things that are similar between Fallout 4 and Skyrim and some of the concerns that I had in terms of the endless leveling. Mm-hmm. 
So I thought, I, I have a high-level character in Skyrim. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to boot her up and just see how it feels. Yeah. And I loaded my level 78 Skyrim lady. 78? And just, yeah, 78. And I just went derping around and uh, fought a dragon, you know, cle- cleared out a dungeon. And I really, I was right, is <laughs> what I'm trying to say. I, I was totally right. I felt very overpowered. I took out this ancient dragon uh, basically with a little knife, a little dagger, an <laughs> imperial dagger. And uh, I was killing the the bandits. Is that what they're called in Skyrim? Bandits? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The raiders of, of the Nords. Yeah. <laughs> I was killing them in one hit. I was basically <laughs> just looking at them disapprovingly, and they would just fall backward dead. <laughs> you just so, stare yeah. at them and they die. Well, as much as I did enjoy Skyrim, my time with that game, I am concerned about the endless leveling coming to Fallout 4. Uh, you know, I think I think Skyrim scales. Um, but uh, they're, they're not going to scale in Fallout 4. So we'll see what happens with that. I, I don't know how that's going to work because I think you'll feel overpowered. I mean, you kind of should feel overpowered when you walk and there's a mole rat. You should be able to shoot it in the face with a 9mm and kill a mole rat, or at least twice. Mm-hmm. Um, not like become a level 30 BA in Fallout and, um, you know, the mole rat scales with you. Um, unless, you know, it was like a major mole rat or something. Um, so, oh, Skyrim did not scale? Okay. But um, it just introduced higher... It gave you different. It gave you bigger enemies to fight, like the ancient dragons and the legendary dragons, and then the highway bandit men and the high, you know, bandit. Yeah, that's actually and- the reason that I am a level seventy-eight character because I needed to fight a legendary dragon for yeah. the achievement. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so with Fallout, kind of, I want. They're probably going to do the same thing, but you're right. Skyrim did feel like you were, you know, this god demigod thing, mm-hmm. or as one would call. Adra or Daedra, maybe. Um, I hope I got that right. Anyway, uh, so maybe maybe Fallout 4 is just going to do a better job of making the enemies harder in those areas. Um, plus, the, the legendary system in uh, Skyrim, I wonder if that's going to translate over into Fallout 4. I don't know. Who, you know we'll, we'll find out. But I, I, I am not scared at this point. I still have high hopes for this. So I mean, it's still going to be a wonderful game. I'm sure it'll probably be my favorite game. But oh, yeah. I, I just wanted to go back to Skyrim. I felt like it would be beneficial to revisit the last game that Bethesda Studios made. And uh, yeah. my uh, my thoughts about it were pretty much confirmed. So Okay. But I, I did love Skyrim, so. Gotcha. Anyway. Yeah, Skyrim was amazing. So um, I uh, last thing to tack on to this uh, gameplay segment is that Shaleen now has a PC on the way. She will join the master race. So once that gets to her and we build it together via Skype, this is going to be very, very interesting because she's never built a PC before. So I'm going to be like, it'll be like blindfold driving. Um, so this will be fun. But she'll be able to, you can see the videos of her getting slaughtered by death claws, And we are all, I hope, very excited for that. I am very excited for that. Um, so, yeah, she will be able to show videos. And when we start streaming Let's Plays, which we will, um, she'll be, you know, doing that as well. So this is going to be, this is going to be very, very fun. So, um, yay to Shaleen for getting, uh, getting a PC on the way. So, 
Uh, we also forgot to play the gameplay bumper, so I'm going to do it now because I love it so much. That ends our gameplay for the week. And we're going to get on to the lore, which is from Fallout 3, Vault 92. So, uh, Vault 92 appears in Fallout 3, north of Old on- Old Olney. Little uh, I Lots of death claws in Old Olney. There are, you found out firsthand. Um, but there aren't any in Vault 92. Although, I ran to Vault 92 away from the death claws, and when I opened Vault 92 to leave, because I thought like I went through and cleared it when I came out, there was like five waiting for me. They waited there the whole oh. time. <laughs> so, it didn't, I just ran back into the vault. Um, I don't even know how I got out of that. Um, so on the surface, the purpose of the vault was to preserve musical talent, but the underlying purpose of the vault, which vault tech was so good at doing was the creation of super soldiers via the use of subliminal subliminal subliminal. Yes. Messages, um, uh, via white noise generators. And I wonder what they would have done if they used pink noise. It might've worked. That is a thing. The overseer would control the super soldiers with hypnosis, and they would be unquestioning and ferocious. And ferocious they kind of were. Uh, the vault's lead researcher, Professor... Prof- oh my gosh. Professor Today- Malleus. Yeah, Professor Malleus didn't realize what was going on. He thought that they were researching musical talents, um, which there's a whole quest line involved with this. So um, it seemed to be working at first. Uh, but the most promising subject became uncontrollably aggressive and started to, and, and he tore apart three people. It took 23 gunshots to take him down. Uh, apparently those people were low-level vault dwellers with nothing better than BB guns. Um, so, uh, Malleus didn't understand, um, and he... <sighs> It's it gets to me the vault gets strange at this point um, because from reading the terminals in the vault and stuff like that, um, it just it got strange. So it's the people started uh, the whole vault started to go crazy and rage started spreading through everyone because they were pumping white noise constantly. I believe through all of the speakers, um, the overseer tried to contain the damage with putting more subliminal sub, oh my gosh subliminal messages in the white noise which is kind of a stupid thing because it's like ah the white noise isn't working let's try to fix it using more white noise and because i guess mm-hmm. they didn't hire good overseers um so attempts to slow or stop the experiment failed half of the intab- inhabitants attempted to kill the other half the non-crazed residents attempted to escape the vault door uh, that's open when you first go there uh, suggests that some succeeded, although I don't think I've ever found any Vault 92 jumpsuits floating around the wasteland. Um, a wall that was badly repaired before things went bad and the vault eventually broke, resulting in the flooding and mire lurks, which is rampant when you go in there, and I hate mire lurks. Me too, um, and there's so many in 92. Yeah. The, the, what I have to do, what I found the best tactic... Now, this is, this is, a, good, this is a good note... Uh, gameplay tip for you guys, Mirelurks. When they headbutt you and they come up, when they headbutt, they dip their head down, there's the armor shell. When they bring their head up after they hit you or miss, they expose their face. And that's when you trigger vats and blast their face off with a shotgun because their head's fully exposed at that point. So um, just a tip for you right there. Um, Have you ever killed the Vault 92 ones with the white noise? No. 
You can do There's that. a computer. Uh, if you sneak past enough of the Mirelurks, you can get to this computer. Yeah. And uh, trigger this white noise thing, and it explodes their heads. Oh! Kills all the all the Mirelurks. Why doesn't it explode your head? I don't know. Maybe you have earmuffs on real quick. I don't know. But uh, Vault 92 is connected to Agatha's Song Quest, in which the player can retrieve Agatha's grandmother's Stradivarius violin and some music paper for her. Um, there's also, I think, four other random songbooks that you can find in the wasteland that you can also give to, um, you can give to Agatha. Uh, one of them being in the Springvale Elementary School. There's a classroom with an overturned desk. There is a mm-hmm. songbook sitting in the little chair pocket there on, on the, what would be the uh, top of the desk. So, um, I found that and had no idea what to do with it at one point. And, uh, now, you know, you can give it to Agatha and I think she pays you money for it. Um, Agatha's grandmother, Hilda died in the vault. Her remains and holotapes describing her last days can be found. I guess that means her mother must have been a child and escaped to, in order for Agatha to be alive. I think it means her mother was an adult and, uh, Outside and and then escaped and and lived, but um, she never went in the vault. Only Hilda went in. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So it was just ah, gotcha. Um, oh right, because she was a crazy, awesome, yeah, violinist, jamming on a Stradivarius, jamming on a Strat, jamming on a Strat, as one should. Um, but yeah, so Vault ninety two was one of those good vaults to go into to really get a back story of what vault tech was doing to these poor people um from doing like sound and stuff i know how pink noise sounds and i i it it i hate pink noise from listening to it for more than like a second so i couldn't imagine what that would have been like just to have it like just quiet constantly on all the time would drive me insane i would have been one i of the swear ones. you're trolling me with pink noise rick that that is that a real thing? Okay, for real? so <clears throat> white noise is just like that shh you hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, pink noise is used to tune a room because you can tune a room. Uh, it, it's it's a noise generation. It's a, it's like a shh noise, but it encompasses uh, low to high sound frequencies within a certain range. Um, so white noise only has a certain range of frequencies, usually high to mid. Pink noise contains low to high because you set a mic in the middle of a room, you start pink noise, and then you can tune the room, add dampeners, add reflection, you know, change the way the monitors are facing and do all that stuff to tune the room so there's no, you know, runaway low frequencies, blah, 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 blah. So, yes, pink noise is actually a thing that's used in the sound industry world to tune a room. Well, thanks for that. Dropping the knowledge, Rick. No, you know. And now know. for noise cast. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know, or the now you know from the Bill Nye segment. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we're going to go ahead and get on to the weapon of the week, which is uh, my favorite weapon. But Shalene, take it away with what are we talking about this week? Well, Rick, this week, the weapon of the week is the Gauss rifle. Yes, I love that thing. Yeah. I like this one, too. It's really a powerful weapon. The Gauss rifle is a weapon that uses electromagnetic coils to propel metal slugs at extremely high velocities. This gun appears in Fallout 2, Fallout Tactics, Fallout 3 Operation Anchorage, New Vegas, and Fallout Shelter. So that's 
most of the fallouts. It's in Shelter? Man, I need it. Yeah. Yeah, you can get it in Shelter. I need it. Shelter has got a ton of weapons. It does. Which is really terrible for me because I, I just, I'm kind of a completionist and I like to collect things, virtual <laughs> things. And there's no and way to tell if you have them all. Well, yeah, you can. You oh, can tell. Because there's a, there's a book in Fallout Shelter that, have you ever seen that? Yeah, yeah, I remember now. Anyway, <laughs> I, I want to collect all the mini weapons, and um, I don't want to buy a million lunchboxes, so that's not good for me. can understand. The Gauss Rifle uses the small gun skill in Fallout 2 and the energy weapon skill in Fallout 3 and New Vegas. It's also referred to as a coil gun. The Gauss Rifle was named after German mathematician Carl Friedrich Gauss, who is a real historical figure. Mm-hmm. Can you do that in a German accent for me, Rick? Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going not gonna to do that here. <laughs> okay. Anyways, Mr. Gauss formulated mathematical descriptions of the magnetic effect demonstrated by magnetic accelerators. So good on you, Mr. Gauss. I believe there are actually a lot of real-life scientific things named after mathematician Carl Gauss. Oh. Isn't, isn't this, like, essentially a railgun? Mm, I don't think so. I think it's... Maybe different. someone in the chat room can say what a railgun actually is, and if I'm completely off, which I believe I am. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, there are several models of the Gauss rifle. The first one is the M27 Gauss rifle, it's used by Enclave soldiers in 2241. It appears in Fallout 2 and Fallout Tactics, uses energy cells and ammunition. The scoped Gauss rifle is the model that we're more familiar with, uh, we modern players of Fallout. It's the sniper weapon that appears in 3 and New Vegas. It was used during the invasion of Alaska. Mm-hmm. It uses microfusion cells to magnetize the standard rounds in the magazine attached to the side of the weapon. So, That's what that thing is. Yeah. I wonder why you never have to reload the bugger. I don't know. I, I feel like you should. It should use bullets as yeah. well. Eh. Like know. 50 caliber rounds plus... Uh, you can't really magnetize lead, though, can you? I guess not. Okay. But video games, Rick. Video yeah, games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Magnetize <laughs> whatever we want. It's video games. Magnetize wood. Sorry. Anyways, the rounds produce an explosion on impact. So that's always fun. That's, that's my favorite part. The nifty little shock ring. There is the YCS-186 unique Gauss rifle that appears in New Vegas. It looks like the scoped Gauss rifle, but it's all rusty, and it has four extra coils. Hmm. It takes fewer microfusion cells and is more accurate than the standard model of the Gauss rifle. It also causes greater damage. As it should. As it should. I uh, There's someone in the chat room that says a railgun fires a metal projectile using magnetics, which seems essentially what this is, only in a compact form. Yeah, there you go. There You're you right. go. Now you know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the weapon of the week. I love that weapon, personally. Do you find yourself using it at all, Shaleen? Not lately. Uh, back on my original character that was named Shaleen, I used the Gauss rifle a lot. I really enjoyed it. But as uh, I've just been focused a lot on on melee and unarmed combat lately, yeah. Forrest Gump's not using a Gauss rifle. <laughs> no, he relies on his two fists. <laughs> I also realize I've been calling it a gauze rifle, 
So it just, in my head, I'm thinking of a gun that fires medical bandages, like... (laughs) (laughs) Just bouncing off the side of one's head. But, yeah. It uh, could be like a medic weapon. Like, you could be a support class and just shoot the gauze. (laughs) There's some guy pinned down, like, medic! And it's just, you take the the gauze rifle, like a t-shirt cannon. It'd be like a t-shirt cannon. For like this concert, just fire of wrap his head in gauze. (laughs) Um, The Fallout Three character that I featured uh, one or two episodes ago, um, that was fighting Death Claws, was using the Gauss rifle. So I I love the Gauss rifle. Um, It's my go-to weapon. So Um, sometimes, if I'm using energy weapons, that's all I use. The plasma rifle just moves too slow. So, Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I I hope they bring it back. And I hope there's a way to, like, modify the Gauss rifle to be fully automatic. That would be so cool. It would use so much ammo, though. But ultra devastating. For, like, five seconds, you'd be just blowing everything up, like, and then everything would be dead. It would just be so much fun. Um, But, yeah. So, we're going to get into a little segment we call Fallout in Real Life. And this week, I don't think we've done this in a couple weeks, but this week we're going to be talking about storing and purifying water. So, if you're worried about how you're going to survive when disaster strikes, we've got you covered. Um, (laughs) We've got you covered. So, you won't make it long without clean, purified water. And since your dad probably isn't working on Project Purity, you'll have to think small scale. And I don't know if we've invented the water world pee to water to ingest to pee to recycling system thing. Um, I think we have. I saw a Twitter post from Bill Gates the other day. That said he had drank a glass of water made from his waist. I could just see him, like, dong in one hand, off to the side, and him, like, looking over his shoulder, like, like, you know, <laughs> peeing into the... Sorry. Anyway, um, I, I mean, I couldn't see him doing that, because I'm not picturing Bill Gates peeing. Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, the human body really needs water. It needs... It doesn't need food, um as much as it needs water. You do need food, but you can survive for like 20 some odd days, depending on what body size and what your, you know, content is. So you, cause your body basically cannibalizes on itself, but water, it can't manufacture. So you need it. Um, if you'd like to be prepared, you should store water. Factory sealed water bottles are best. Checks the expiration date. And I didn't even know, uh, water had an expiration date. I just figured water's water, but Anyway, store it in a cool, dark place and also fill your own containers and never, ever, ever reuse chemical containers. Bleach bottles, the bottles that have triple X and have the skull and crossbones, new, 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 new. Fertilizer bottles. Uh, yeah. Antifreeze <clears throat> containers. Yeah. Not things you want to use. So don't use any of that. Um, if you are a child of the millennium and remember Y2K, you should already be well-stocked if your parents were as paranoid as mine were. Um, so, yeah. Um, tap water will probably most likely no longer be available if uh, the ground sources are radiated from the nuclear blast that occurred. But you can collect water from lakes, which, if they're safe, uh, rainwater, rivers and streams, ponds, and springs. Now, again, you have to be careful because it might be irradiated from the uh, blast, and the rain might be you know, bad because of the radiation that's in the air. Although I think the rain helps clear that out and any rain probably after the first couple will be safe to collect. Mm -hmm. You can use, uh, you can use that. You can use like tarps 
or buckets and things like that, not chemical buckets, but you can use buckets and tarps and stuff to collect the rainwater. Um, and if you're nifty, you can set up a contraption to pipe it down to some filtering system if you're nifty. Um, if the water is cloudy, you can filter it using coffee filters, paper towels, cheesecloth, a cotton plug in a funnel, which is news to me, and sand, um, which I don't know. You, can't you probably also use charcoal? Because I know like uh, yeah. refrigerators use charcoal, charcoal filters. So if you're lucky enough mm-hmm. to find that, you can use that. Um, if you need to purify the water, you can boil it for at least a minute and add a quarter of a teaspoon of bleach per gallon and let it stand for 60 minutes. Um, should you boil it, do you think, after you add the bleach? Well, here's the thing. Those are two alternate methods. Oh. You can purify it by boiling it for at least a minute yeah. and then allowing it to cool before <clears throat> drinking. But if you, for some reason, can't build a fire because it will attract the super mutants to your location, then you can try the bleach method. Okay. So, yeah, uh, I would probably assume that the boiling is better. Um, Here's another little in-real-life tip. If you find yourself pinned down by super mutants or the uh, uh, Talon Company mercs, and they start lobbing tear gas and other sorts of gases at you, and you have to pee... Good news for you. <laughs> what you need to do is pee on your shirt and breathe through it because it, in some chemical gases, it, it breaks down the compounds and it does not affect you. So there you go. Yeah, I learned the from the know. video game Valiant Hearts yeah? that a lot of World War One soldiers survived tear gas using that exact method. Yep. So yep. And, poor those uh, guys. Yeah, yeah. A lot of World War One was poor those guys. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I really that? enjoyed Valiant Hearts, though. I never even... I Oh, is that that kind of like... Is that that uh, arcade game? Yeah, with uh, the dog. It's like 2D adventure game. Yeah, yeah. Was it good? It's a good one. I recommend it. Okay, there you go. Um, well... Yeah, I, I've never played it. I like World. War, I've been wanting a World War Wanted like shooter like for so long. I just why why no Civil War? Why no World War One? I? I you just, have a point. It bugs me. There I, were some Civil War games, but they were mostly terrible. Uh, yeah, mostly they were completely terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, th- yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't know why. But anyway, um, so that concludes our in real life. If you need to know anything about purifying water you can check to check this show out or uh, uh the source was what ready.gov or uh, i think again uh no this one i did not make a note of the source but i believe it was uh, the university of oregon okay so when we give you these things we really try to uh make our sources prim and proper and not a wiki how <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was um, a university i don't remember exactly which one a state right. university that works so but we have some emails for you, and Shalene is going to take it away this week with the emails. Emails. Right. This week, we got an email from Cody. They said, hey, Fallout OTR, long-time listener, first-time caller. Get it? Uh, we, this, she sent this, or he. I'm not sure if Cody is a, a gentleman or a lady. Sent this uh, after our first episode. A gentle lady. So that's, that's the joke. Um, anyways, first I'd like to throw in... My lot with Fallout being the best of the new Fallout games. You're entitled to your incorrect opinion, Shalene. The yeah, Fallout 3, that is, yeah. <sighs> right, I see how it is. Hey. I guess I'll read the rest of your email anyway. <laughs> now for the actual question slash topic. What are your fears slash hopes, story game-wise, going into this Fallout with a voiced protagonist? Do you love it, hate it, etc.? 
And most importantly, do you think having a voiced protagonist strengthens the storytelling aspect of a game, or is it unnecessary? And the letter goes on. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But they, they do mention uh, Mass Effect, so... Right. Um, that seems to be the main thing that's brought up uh, about this. Yeah. So. Uh, but another listener weighed in on the same topic. Hey guys, Brandon from California here. Just wanted to throw in my two cents on the voice protagonist debate. My hope is that instead of Mass Effect's good guy, bad guy voice options, Fallout 4 will have different variations on how a line is spoken based on karma. So when speaking to an NPC, all the voice options will appear, but will be spoken differently, with varying degrees of sass, based on karma. So, what are your thoughts about this voice acting business? Well, we've touched on it before. Um, I want to apologize if anyone hears the dogs barking. I'm sorry, they're little wee dogs and they bark at everything. Um, but uh, I've been very optimistic on a lot of the changes they've announced so far. Uh, especially this one, I feel like I don't actually know why I'm optimistic because their track record with voice acting has not been <laughs> it's not been the best. We'll just say, um, uh, but Skyrim was way better with the voice acting. Granted, there have been times where I've killed the same bandit with the same voice, but um, it never really broke immersion for me. It 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 just didn't. So I'm. I'm I'm optimistic with it. And like we said, they recorded hours of voice over uh, work and thousands upon thousands of lines. So uh, I have a feeling that it's going to be good. Um, as far as the tonality uh, based on karma, I don't think they went to that extent. Because that's like audio, that's a, that takes up a lot of space, even if it's compressed. It, it you know, down to a smaller file, it, it still... There's a balance you have to strike between file size and and uh, quality, but but yeah, I think I think uh, I think it'll be all right. What about you? Well, I've expressed before the fact that I'm super nervous about having a voice acted character in Fallout. Uh, I weighing in on what you said. I feel like. You were talking about Skyrim being an improvement from Fallout 3 in terms of the voice acting. I'm going to have to beg to differ with you there. That Eric the Slayer voice actor was the voice actor for, like, all of my NPCs that I encountered in Skyrim. Over and over again, I heard that guy. Eric the Slayer? I, yeah, Eric the Slayer. He's one of the companions. He was um, the one that I went with the most my, as a companion, Eric the Slayer. I guess you never encountered Eric the Slayer. Anyway, he's my favorite, my favorite companion in Skyrim. But his voice actor was the voice that I just heard over and over again in Skyrim. And I, I really don't think that in terms of NPCs, it's going to be any better in Fallout 4. That's how they roll. They have their voice actors do all the voices. <laughs> but I, I do, I feel a lot better about having the main character be voice acted. Um... After having looked into who those voice actors are, and uh, they've done great work in the past, both mm -hmm. the gentleman and the lady, and I feel pretty confident that they're going to do a great job with uh, with Fallout 4. And I don't think that it'll be diff the same line delivered differently depending on your karma, but I do believe that depending on what you say, it will be delivered in a different way depending on the dialogue choices that you make. Yeah, I'll agree with that. So. But I mean, like, like if he says no, 
Um, like if he's got good karma and his choice to say no is he's, I mean, he's going to be like, no, it's not going to be like, oh no. And then if you have mediocre karma, he's not gonna be like, no. And if he has bad karma, be like, no, no, you know, I I don't think it's going to be like that. Maybe your options will change based on your karma. And then those will have inflections. Who knows if karma is even going to be a thing in fallout fork. Karma has not been confirmed. You guys. That's true. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Here I am rambling on about karma. And it might not even exist like in the world. I feel like we may not, not even have karma because it was kind of – it didn't matter that much in Fallout New Vegas. No, it and, didn't, not uh, at all. I didn't, I didn't miss it. I didn't miss karma. I didn't even miss it in Fallout 3. I mean I never really noticed a difference really yeah. in Fallout 3. So I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they just dropped karma from Fallout. I, I don't think we need it. Wouldn't bug me in the bit. It, it would make me happier if – your choices reflect on how people interact with you and how the world changes. That right. would that would make me happier and be a lot less than like opening up my pit boy and it just goes, You're a bad boy. Like I, I mean I like that I, it doesn't whatever. <laughs> I know, I made those choices. But rather than like I killed this person and now this town hates me, and even if I go away for a day and come back, they didn't just forget who I was. Um, they actually still hate me. Like, that's the kind of mm-hmm. thing I'd like to see. So, um, but you're right. Yeah. It, it might, maybe, yeah, that'd be really interesting to see. So if, if even if karma's in this game to begin with. So yeah, those are good emails, good emails. Um, and, uh, I want to say, uh, if you want to write to us and give us some great emails, just like those emails, uh, were, you can email us at, uh, fallout, otr at gmail.com please send us um you know things that you want us to want to see anything that you think is an improvement um just some comments about the show or even questions for us um and that sort of thing because like like i said we're going to do some let's play stuff um we want to do quests for these videos uh if you tweet at us we won't remember if you say in the chat room we won't remember so please email us with your suggestions and comments and questions please uh we love having conversations with you and it's just great when you email us. So we have a couple announcements uh, real quick. Um, there's going to be a QGN store uh, coming this fall to Quest Gaming Network. It's going to have shirts and hoodies and mugs and merch from all your favorite QGN shows. And again, email us. Let us know what you want to see in this merch store. Um, we're kind of thinking up some stuff for, you know, shirts and that sort of things for Fallout off the record. Um, so, like, let us know if you want to see, like, characters of me and Shaleen, or if you wanted to say, like, fall out off the record, try not to die, or something. I don't know. Um, but just email us suggestions, and look forward to that uh, this fall slash Christmas. Um, we have another announcement. Uh, earlier today, I tweeted out that we were two followers away from a 1,000 followers, and the second I hit send, we hit a 1,000, and I had said that we had something cool to announce, which we do. Um, we... So uh, if you guys have been paying attention to any Fallout news, they um, Funko Pop is making a Vinyl Mystery Minis uh, figurine collection. And there are little mini vinyl figurines that come in these boxes. You don't know which one you're getting. And actually, I have uh, a the ones that you can see, the normal size ones. I have a Deathclaw and a Vault Boy coming my way um, whenever they ship. So you'll see those behind me probably chilling with my R2-D2 cookie jar. And... Um, and uh, so, yeah, we uh, have some vinyl minis to give away. Well, 
we will have some vinyl minis to give away. Uh, two, to be exact. And, um, yeah, so that's going to be awesome. Two lucky listeners are going to get two of these mystery minifigs. And um, I don't know what they're going to be. Uh, to make it fair. So we're going to have a whole system and that's going to start in September, but we just wanted you to know there's going to be from some free stuff coming your way and it's going to be pretty cool how, how we're going to decide who wins and that sort of thing. Um, well, not decide who wins. It's going to be random, but how you enter, enter into this little thing. So if you dig Funko Pop stuff, if you're not even familiar with it, go to the Bethesda store and look at their little Funko Pop uh, mini vinyls. They have, uh, wh- wh- which ones they have? They have the... the there's a, uh, let's see. There's a Tunnel Snake, a Brotherhood of Steel, a Black Widow, mm-hmm. um, Nerd Rage, Mysterious Stranger, yes, that's Grim right. Reaper Sprint. Um, you put me on the spot, Rick. <laughs> well, you didn't have to say all of them. I just think I there's was a just, ghoul. Yeah, there is a ghoul. So um, we'll be doing some unboxing videos live with the, our minifigs because we ordered some too. Um, and then uh, when we do our unboxing, we'll announce the uh, winners. But we'll explain more about it coming up in September. Our first episode of September, we'll explain how you can enter. And that'll start the, uh, the, the entering process and the, the giveaways thing. So, giveaways and toys. It'll be a good one. Yeah. So up until then, um, you know, just keep staying tuned. We're going to be talking about it a lot. Uh, get your friends involved and that sort of thing. But yeah, so that's that's because we hit 1K. We're giving some stuff away. Um, but yeah, and speaking of uh, Twitter, you can follow us at Fallout Off the Record. Uh, sorry, at Fallout OTR. You can follow me at Rick McVick. I know I get so confused with the left and right on here. Um, you can follow me at Rick McVick. It's above my head and above Shalene's head. You can follow Shalene at Shalene L on Twitter. Uh, again, you can email us at falloutotr at gmail.com. Um, we really, really want your emails, guys. Uh, it means so much to hear you guys give us some feedback. So please email us with your suggestions and things you'd like to see on the show. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, please thumbs up, comment, whatever, and subscribe. Um, uh, yeah, and sign up for the email notification whenever QGN posts a new video. We have tons going up all the time. So you can check us out on iTunes and or Stitcher, both if you'd like. Um, I prefer iTunes. It's what I use. You can also leave us a review. We have some uh, five-star reviews, shout-outs that we have this week. Uh, Steven Gipps, Scott Please, and Funk Dolph. I feel like I've said this before. Anyway, um, if I have, shout-out to you again. We had some new ones. I believe those are new. Uh, But yeah, leave us a review. It means so much to us. We record live on Fridays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on uh, twitch.tv slash questgamingnetwork. And you can check out the other great QGN shows streaming live on Twitch. And they are Elder Scrolls Off the Record, Classic Elder Scrolls, Dragon Age Off the Record, Warcraft Off the Record, Rift Reforged, Dota Off the Record, and the Mortal Online Podcast. And coming up tonight at 10.30 p.m., is Dancing with Daggers, which is a Elder Scrolls online stream of them doing a random dungeon while listening to some random music playlist that uh, Rage picks. Um, you should be familiar with Rage if you're familiar with uh, Classic, or no, sorry, Elder Scrolls off the record. But yeah, that comes on tonight at 10.30 p.m. Enjoy that show. And yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening tonight. It has been another wonderful uh, episode of Fallout off the record. See you later, smooth skins. <laughs> 